Christy. I'm Michael. And we are Terror and Tacos, and Woo. we talk about horror movies, and we eat tacos. We do and eat tacos. This morning, we ate breakfast tacos. Yeah, from, this is an, from Tacos La Banqueta, which I know we've gone to a mm-hmm. lot, but this is another morning session, which for I us is, is different it's and strange. Weird. We're both, like, very seldom awake right. this early. Let me, can um, I throw out a basic taco question? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think we might have talked about this before, but... What is it about Tacos La Banqueta that just just sets it apart? <laughs> I have a theory. I would like to hear I'm this theory. I'm glad that you asked this. It's going to sound terrible. But the first time I went to Tacos La Banqueta, um, it was it, before where it is now. It was in a smaller place. Wow. Okay. A tiny place. Like, clearly, they blew up and yeah. had to move to, like, a to bigger, bigger place. place. But it was a tiny little, like, hole, literally hole in the wall. Don't get mad at me for using that term. I'm not using it derogatorily. It was a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked at that griddle, yeah. right? And I was like, that griddle, some grandma carried that griddle on her back mm-hmm. when she came to this country. And I really honestly feel that it is the seasoning of, of that. that instrument the contraption on which they make their the, food that has like, like it's generational. It's generational. Like okay. you, you, I don't think you can, you you cannot underestimate a good uh, griddle. Okay, no, that um, makes. I mean, because it, it is. I mean, and I'm sure they've gotten new ones since then and all that stuff. But it's because it is. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And we had. I got one papas con huevos, which you called, which I got for you. Yeah. John had a chorizo. chorizo. He said it was great. I just had the standard chicken taco. It's They're always... If you haven't... I mean, I don't know how many times we have to tell these people. I don't know. If you have not gone to Taco Slavonketa... You have to you go. You have to go. I think, you know, it's like when the, the, the taco craze or the taco explosion happened in Dallas, sometime in the last... I don't know, at the beginning of the last decade or something, mm-hmm. people were always like, oh, Fuel City, Fuel City. Fuel City is great. Fuel City is great. They are great tacos. But... I really, I mean, and I love tacos y más. You know, I love mm-hmm, tacos y más. too. But tacos la banqueta, there's just something, I, I don't know. It's just, to me, it's like, you have, yeah, you have like the all-stars, uh-huh. tacos y más is in there, but then there's the champion. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's yeah. tacos and, la Yeah, and you know, it's, it's the tell is when you walk in there and it's, all of my people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and and full uh, all the time. Every time it's always full. It is always your people. Yeah. Um. Some. I have gotten much better at ordering in Spanish yes. today. The woman, as soon as I walked in, she switched. But you know, yeah. you might get an older lady who doesn't want to speak English to you, and you just need to fucking deal with it. Yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's not hard you to should, order. In you Spanish. live in Texas. Yeah. It's not difficult. You know, order, read, try to say it phonetically. Yeah. Um, great. What are we going to talk about we, today? We're going to, I mean, it's after Chris. How was your Christmas? Oh, it was really silent. <laughs> we had a silent night. Uh, it was just low key. Good. That's cool. Yeah. Was, um, mine was, yeah, mine was pretty nice. I got to see my parents, which is, I was saying as you get older is actually, mm-hmm. I really like to see my parents. How, how's Lorraine? <laughs> Lorraine's great. She was excited to be here. Uh, did you eat at Scalini's? We did. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, absolutely we did. Yeah. yeah. 
um, for like three hours. Of course. It was like... <laughs> yeah. You have to. Yeah. Uh, so we were going to... It's post-Christmas. It's New Year's Eve Eve. Oh, yeah. But we we had wanted to wrap up our, our sort of Christmas special. Um, right. And so we watched the BBC in connection with FX uh-huh. created a new... A Christmas, Christmas Carol. Um, yeah, and, and since we we felt well, in essence, it is a, a ghost story. Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk about yeah, that. and and um, yeah, and I think we at first we we're like, should we? And then the more we talked, it it raises some interesting. It really, questions. really does. I mean, it's like it is Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol is first and foremost. A ghost ghost story. story. It is meant to strike terror into the hearts of men. Yeah, specifically wealthy people. Specifically (laughs) wealthy people to change their ways. To change their ways. And and this comes from... I don't know why we lost this here. I'm going to blame the Puritans. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an, a Victorian tradition in England, uh, and Dickens is sort of early Victorian. Mm-hmm. She, she's been, I think she'd been in reigning for like 10 years or something. But there was a, a Victorian tradition of telling ghost stories at Christmas mm. that because I think, I did some reading, Christy. Yeah, did you? Um, connection to like pre-Christian Yule and solstice rituals. Right. The idea that light is dying yeah. in winter and so that the veil between the worlds is lifted. Yes. And so there's a strong sort of like, this is what they did. Right. Sit around the fire and tell ghost stories on Christmas Eve or around Christmas. Right. Um, there are more. There are way more monsters in European Christmas yeah, than and there are. And I, I wish we had more monsters that, Me too, because it was like, over here. they have Krampus. Yeah. And in Iceland, there's a cat. Cat that eats children, the Yule cat. Right, in Italy there's a witch. Yeah, La Bafana, the yeah. Christmas witch. Um, yeah. Iceland also has the Yule lads who won't kill you or anything. They're not yeah. that dark. But they'll just fuck your shit up. Yeah, in Mexico, actually, uh, the big thing is uh, the, the devil comes and steals the baby Jesus, and then you have to find him. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, we don't... We don't have that, but I, I do. I, I blame the Puritans. Yeah, like, they're like, we shan't have this darkness in our Christmas. Well, then why did they do Halloween? I don't... I Do they... Yeah, did you they? ever... I don't know. You grew up in... Uh, did you have a lot of, like, super, like, evangelical people where you were? No, not really. Not to knock them, but no, to knock them. Yeah. So there were always houses in my neighborhood when I was growing up uh-huh. when you would go trick-or-treating... <laughs> And instead of just not answering the fucking door, uh-huh. they would post a thing on their door about the evils of Halloween but, and how but, this was a Christ. That is such a lack of understanding Absolutely. of what Halloween made, is actually about. It made my father, who's super Catholic, it made my dad crazy. He was like, that, it made him crazy. He's like, this is all Hallow's like, Eve. It's, like, it's basically <laughs> The, you know, the thing that you're doing on Christmas, which is the veil is falling between the two worlds, it's kind of basically the same thing yeah. as Halloween, except you're protecting your harvest. Right. You know? Right, right. You're kind of like, please, ghosts and goblins, just let us get take this, our corn. Yeah, just we like, need this second we harvest. This second we have harvest. to get it out. We got, we or we're going to gonna starve in winter. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, so, it's so strange. So, you know, so a little bit about 
A Christmas Carol. Yes, the new um, one. The, the new one? Well, no, or just, uh, okay. original. Uh, he wrote it, Charles Dickens wrote it as kind of a, a, a treatise, right? So he was, by the time he wrote Christmas Carol, he was already, he had already written other novellas and was very famous. And he had some friends who were kind of activists in in London. And I mean, working conditions for, for children mostly, <sighs> were, there were no child labor laws. Right. I mean, for everybody, but for children mostly conditions were horrible right, right? I, I, I mean if a, it, it wasn't a big thing if you had a kid and they died like in a factory just, or whatever no or we just died you yeah. know that's just how life was oh yeah just in life yeah and he had a friend who wanted him to write something or wanted him to to donate to his cause or something like that and said, hey, I'm going to take you to this workhouse. I want you to see the working conditions. I need your help, man, because you're famous and whatever. Right. So Charles Dickens goes to visit these workhouses and... and gets angry, right? And it's like, we're not even saying that Charles Dickens was a great human. He was kind of a dick at some points in his life. But this did make him really, really, really angry. And he told his friend, he said, I'm going to write a pamphlet that will make people aware, right? And his mm-hmm. friend was like, incredible. We're going to get a pamphlet written by Charles, Charles Dickens. Dickens. And then like a few weeks later, Charles Dickens, you know, talks to his friend and he says, you know what? I'm going to do something better than write a pamphlet. I'm going to write something, and I think the words are like, I'm going to write something that is 30,000 times 30 better. <laughs> okay. Than, than just a pamphlet. And within a few weeks, he had written A Christmas Carol. That's insane. And it it changed. I mean, it really brought that to the attention of of people right. who were in charge and just everybody and things started at least to change as far as working conditions and nutrition and medicine for poor people and then and then christmas i mean we celebrate christmas today be, the, right. the, way the way we, we celebrate, celebrate it today is mostly because of Christmas Carol. Right. And the sort of mm-hmm. traditions that yeah. that set up. Yeah. That's the, I love that he knocked it out in a couple weeks. That makes me sad and it question my decisions. But No, uh, I think it was just he was so, so angry. So angry and kind of sad by the conditions. It's, of, I mean, it's, it's horrific yeah. to go back and look. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It is. And, uh, like, I've done... Not that we're... I don't know, man. We still do horrible things to kids. We got kids in... There's kids in cages. And I just read an article where... I mean, if you want to go, like, old school mean, they're not even allowed to sing Christmas carols. And I, I... I read this article where, like, the guards down at these fucking border prison camps, right, um, don't even allow them to to sing Christmas carols That's or sing Christmas songs. They need to be supernaturally terrorized, Christy, yeah. to gain a fucking heart. Yeah, um, it's true. I, I'm very close to Christmas Carol. I love yeah, it. I mean, you I've, direct, I've directed, directed it. it. I've played Mrs. Cratchit several times. Tom. And I hate it when people dismiss this story. Uh, when I, people dismiss it as kind of like, oh, it's just like stupid Christmas Carol. I it is not. It's. I, I mean, I think I said, you know, it's one of the most, for, for when I was younger, um, one of the, <laughs> there's a dog's very fired up, one of the most 
most influential. It introduced me to, I think, to ghost stories. It introduced me to time travel. The first thing I ever remember writing, Mm -hmm. and this is, I'm not making this up, was when I was in fifth grade. Uh, We had a a school-wide writing contest that I won, Mm -hmm. and I penned a five-page sequel. Oh, my gosh, you (laughs) won? Yeah, to A Christmas Carol, in which Tiny Tim had gotten older... And had lost his way. Oh, my god! And a very old Scrooge had to come back. And Scrooge sort of played the Marley role. Wow. Um, so like Do you I, still have this? My mother probably does. I want to. Um, and I think I was awarded 20 whole American dollars, Christy. What did you do with it? I probably went to, like, McDonald's or something. <laughs> I mean, I know that sounds goofy, no. but, like, I really liked McDonald's when I was a kid. I liked McDonald's, too. I, I loved do. it. Yeah, I, I, I have not had McDonald's. McDonald's in a, in a long, long time. time. I, I, sometimes all I want is a fucking big yeah, pack, man. Yeah, my wife will give yeah. me a bad look. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't think it should be dismissed. It's, I, I think it's one of the most beautiful stories about redemption and reclamation. Yeah, and I go, I, I went this year to go see, because, you know, it gets done every year mm-hmm. um, at the theater center, and it theaters everywhere. Yeah, and everywhere. It's never not been in production at some somewhere. point. Somewhere. Yeah. And I, I, I went this year because... Uh, a good friend of ours, Brandon Potter, who we talk about, played Scrooge. My friend Ian played Fer- um, played Ferguson. Played um, Bob. Bob. And you look around at the end, people weeping. It, it, it's yeah. it's it's a powerful thing. So the BBC and FX are like, I don't know, we'll do another one. We'll do another one. But they clearly wanted to do some. Something different. Yeah. And so, okay, do we want to talk about whether we liked it first, or do we want to talk about the different things? You want to highlight just a few of the the major changes? Sure. I mean, there's going to be spoilers here. Yeah. You'll forget by the... By By next next Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, totally. Unless you really want to go watch it before New Year's or whatever. So... Scrooge is played by Guy Pierce, uh-huh. who is one of my favorite actors yeah. in the world. He's incredible. Um, and then there's that guy, the guy who plays Marley is, I can't remember his name, but he's a British actor. I see him in everything. And I always think he's he's um, one of the Wahlbergs. He looks like, he a, looks like a British Wahlberg. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a British Wahlberg. <laughs> um, and what else? Andy Serkis Andy plays, plays like plays. the spirit of... Chris, like the the yeah. Christmas present. I mean, one of the first like changes the first, yeah. is he seems to be. There's this sort of singular spirit that takes different forms, right? And in its base form, it's Andy Serkis. Yes, yeah. I like that. I did too. I like that. I, 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 I liked thought, Andy Serkis. That was great. So, it, it, one of the first things that I noticed about this iteration is that Bob Cratchit is real sassy. Yes, like their relationship is 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 very different. different. Very different. Like in 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 the book and in traditional kind of um, interpretations of Christmas Carol. Um, um, Bob Cratchit is is clearly um, scared. Yeah, he's afraid to lose he's his job. He's afraid to lose his job. He, you know, doesn't talk back to Scrooge, who also is much older. Yeah, right. And in this, they're they're more like kind of peers. Yeah, yeah. Kind I mean, of. to me, I was like, Cratchit looks like he's in his late twenties, mm-hmm. early thirties, and Guy Pierce is what like in his forties and fifties. Yeah, um, there's only I, a he's one had a hard, hard life fifties. Yeah. <laughs> He's, but there's like maybe a generation as opposed to two, right? Which is normally what the sense I get, right? There's another thing that happens in that opening scene where it seems like 
And I know he's like counting so that he can complain to the city. But he but, has OCD. But right? he's OC. He has OCD. Yeah. Which you know, there's so many things about this version where I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Sure. Like that. There are so many things that we'll get into detail about, but I'm just going to say it right now. There's so many things about this interpretation and his interpretation specifically of the character that you could extrapolate from from the original text, right? right? Like things that happen that you go, oh yeah, that would make sense Sense. that that would have happened to him as a child. Like I, I had never thought of it, but... It totally it could. It could have, yeah. right? And if someone can remember every amount of money they've ever made on every day, right. m- maybe they are OCD. Maybe they are OCD. Before there was a name for it. Right. You know? um, and and then there are other things where you're kind of like, where did that, that come, come from? from? Yeah. Um, so what are some other differences? So I thought one of the, f- the first huge difference was I, there is sort of like a lot of stakes put into Marley. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, Marley normally, I mean, he's, what is it? The first line is Marley was dead to begin with, Marley was dead to begin with. This is, like, we we get a lot of Marley. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Marley is essentially in some sort of purgatory, right? Right. He can't rest. He can't rest. This kid comes to literally piss, piss on, on his, his grave. grave. And um, it wakes him and up. And it wakes him up every year. Yeah, and it's like the probably, I mean, his the the big first line is like, why can't I fucking rest yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the ghost. Oh, and there's cursing. There's cursing. This, um, which there was. Yeah, sure, fuck's a really old word. Yeah. Um, so this is like, we see Marley in this like weird... I don't know. I, to me, it's purgatory. Yeah. Maybe that's... And it's, a, it's really interesting. Yeah. He's like... Have, he has to drag all of these weird Christmas things... Yeah. Through like a forest, forest of Christmas th- Into a giant bonfire. Yeah, it's so strange. And then the a guy is like a Hephaestus type is welding the chains and each link is like a person he basically killed. Yeah. You know... You could say inadvertently, yeah. But he is he responsible. Basically, he's basically responsible. And and he so Marley is like, will I ever fucking find peace? Will right. I ever get out of this? And they say they being the spirits or whatever is mm-hmm. like, if you can redeem Scrooge, yeah. you can rest. Yeah, their peace is intertwined. Yes, like if if he's goes, so go you. Right. And so that's to me that's a. Huge, huge change. Yeah. Um, we. That's more than just I'm your friend and I care about you. Right. That's like that's a selfish our, thing. It's yeah. like our fates are our fates are intertwined. And I do not. You don't want this for yourself. So I, I don't, don't want, want this. this. I'm just, Please change. Well, I, I don't want this kid to piss on me anymore. Right. Um, so I thought that was a big change. Um, yeah, and I I actually really liked. The weird Christmas tree bonfire, yeah. rosebud sled thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was a big change. That was a big change. The other one of the other big changes for well, I mean, this is something that I've seen before in the version that Theater Center does now, uh-huh. um, but now it's in this one where basically Scrooge, we never really get to meet the Fezziwigs right. in this one, right? right? And he, like Scrooge does have a counting house. It is it is what where Bob works, works, right? But the way him and Marley made their fortunes 
they they became industrialists. Uh-huh. They basically bought out like what bankers do today, I yeah. guess, or whatever, like yeah. stockbrokers. They bought out companies mm-hmm. and liquidated them yeah. and fired people. Yeah. Or they bought mining concerns uh-huh. and cut costs. Cut costs. Uh, um, yeah. And that's how they became super, super, super rich. And the way they did it was that they were basically like blackmailers or yeah. um, like, extortionists. Uh, extortionists. We know that you're having an affair. It would right. be sad for your family. So this is a question. I guess this this brings – this is a very modern – yeah. Concept. Along with, like, the OCD thing. Right. Not like, to say we, people like, didn't have OCD. No, but we just didn't have a name for it. I mean, it's like we were, when we were kids, we just ran it out outside. Right. It was, right. there was no, <laughs> there was no, there, yeah. There was no you're word, not, there was no ADD. You're not talking or, to anyone. You're, you're no one's just, giving you a pill. Yeah, yeah, there's no, like, attention deficit disorder. It was just like, go outside and jump. So do you... Do do things? I mean, this is a huge question, and I think this is probably the central. We haven't even discussion. talked about like the biggest thing, but go right. Ahead. Um, so I guess yeah. Before yeah, you're right. The the biggest biggest thing. But does There's that two. do these things make sense to you? Like when I read a Christmas Carol, I know Scrooge, like you said, has a counting house. He cares about money a lot. Uh huh. Is it? Do you think a good choice to be like? Actually, what this would have meant is this guy had his hand in a bunch of different things. Uh-huh. Does that is that modernization helpful to you? To to do you think it makes? Does it make a difference? I, it's so difficult because I I like you. I love the original mm-hmm. story so much. Um, I don't know if it's helpful to me personally. It certainly doesn't hinder it. Okay. And it certainly, you know, I talk to a lot of people around Christmas time who are like, oh, Christmas Carol. It's just Christmas Carol. Right. Or it's like, oh, whatever. People are doing Christmas Carol. And that, like, literally, I mean, it really hurts my feelings yeah. because it's like, I feel strongly about yeah. it. And I'm like, it's not just Christmas Carol. <sighs> it's a fucking great story. Yeah. Um, now, how people treat it. Is, is different, sure. right? Um, so it doesn't... I think anything that helps modern audiences to get context... Yeah. As long as it's uh, not... I don't know. I mean, it's it's so weird because as long as it doesn't change, change and I change it so completely to where it's a totally different right? thing. Because like you know, we talked about Black Christmas mm-hmm. last time, right? It's and not Black Christmas. It's not Black Christmas. Right. Just and it's like I fucking hated that movie. Right. But and it's hits you over the head. Right. This is not like that. No. And I actually thought, and we can get when we get to the big thing. I think yeah. that'll be like I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. To me, this little this this stuff. I actually thought was helpful. Not necessarily, like, you and I know the story really well. Right. Um, but I do think for people maybe who don't know the story super well or who haven't read it or, or whatever, the idea of, like, this, it's not just that he's rich. Right. It's not just that he's a mean, rich guy. Right. It's that he, his wealth comes from the exploitation of other people. Right. And I do think that's inherent in the story. Right. But I think, like, we understand yeah. this modern context right. of that. So I actually didn't that didn't bother no, me. I actually right. liked it. No, I think I think you're right. It's it's you know the the more specific you said this last time the more specific you get the more 
sort of universal. Universal. It can be. It can and I thought be. this was a nice specific thing. I did want to bring up one thing with Marley. I forgot. Mm-hmm. One really cool horror element. I thought when he lost his fucking oh jaw. Oh my god. Was <laughs> that was terrifying. And I thought that was a great play because on the knocker. I started watching the, the. I started watching it, and you know, it's very different. It's yeah. very stark. Totally. It's, it's very like there's the not a lot of sound. Dress like you and I. The ghosts are just kind of like, hey man, hey man I'm here. Fuck and you're like, this, yeah. it's cold. It's not like ghosty or no. anything, but that's part of what makes it scary is that, like right now, how do I know you're not a ghost, Michael? Exactly, you don't. You don't. So I was kind of thinking, oh, should we review this? Am I going to have to call Michael and say maybe this is not a good idea? There's nothing for this. And then that moment happened, and I was like, fuck! Yeah, Aspen lost it. Yeah. It was fucked up. Yeah. And I I thought they did, even before the jaw or bright, like, the little, like... Hearing the whispers of the ghost. Yeah. I, there are these ghost story yeah. elements. And it's beautiful to look oh, at. Oh, yeah. It's so they beautiful to look at. They had a lot of money. They had a lot of money. Um, so, okay. Should we get to the big... Because we all know the... So the basic... The basic story of Scrooge is... I mean, he was he had a sad childhood, man. Yeah. His dad was hard on him. Yeah. He, he loved his sister, Fan, who dies in childbirth, uh-huh. giving birth to his nephew, Fred. Which is why he's shitty to Fred, why, why she, whether yeah. he'll say it out loud yeah, or not. Yeah, and it's it because Fred reminds him of Fan. Yeah. And he's just a lonely... He became too. He became too concerned with becoming like a financial and business success uh-huh. that he lost touch. That's why Bell leaves, leaves him, him and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And um, so that's he becomes a, a, a gross old, old old man. Yeah, and in this he is so clearly haunted. I mean, literally haunted by his father. Right. I thought that dude was scary. Oh my god, that was really that that part was terrifying. Yeah. And uh, so. So, so in this, so we get to meet his dad yeah. in this one. In others, we, we don't. don't, and we get to see him like when his dad shows up. He's like, please, 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 not this night. Yeah, please, 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 not this night, not this night. And so something happens with a little mouse that his sister has given, given him, him for Christmas, yeah. and it's oh my god! I yeah. thought about Aspen. Too oh man, she this. lost it. And there's um, something to be said for seeing someone like Guy Pierce. Yeah. Truly fearful? Yeah. I mean, he's Guy Pierce. Yeah, he's and, Guy Pierce. I mean, I, he, I thought he did a great job, but it's like there's something shocking about a 50 year old man or however. Like being old, reduced to, to that childhood level fear. Of fear. Yeah. It's, it's actually, I thought it was sad. Sad. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. And so then we learn that, of course, his father sends him away to this boarding school. Uh huh. Right? And in the story, in the original story, Scrooge never gets to come home for Christmas. Right? right? All his father kids, just won't let him come home. Right. And at this point, I did love that the ghost of that part was Aladdin. Me too. I thought it was so great. Because he, he... Because he... That's what he, he gets He would read the books. In. I mean, yeah. not Aladdin. Um, Alibaba. Alibaba. But yeah, he would read... Yeah, stories. Those Arabian were his Nights only and, friends were right. the Arabian Nights stories. And, and so, spoiler time, okay? Yeah. So, in this one, um, he's a kid, and he is at the school, and it is Christmas Eve, and here comes the schoolmaster, and the schoolmaster says to him, it's 
time. You, you're not going to spend Christmas Eve all alone in this cold dormitory. You're going to spend it with me. Oh, yeah. So you learn that all of these years that he's been sent away at, to school by himself, that he's been molested. Yeah. And, and and it was, we find out in return so that his father didn't have to pay, pay tuition. Exactly. So his dad sells him to the schoolmaster. Yeah. And, you know, he's, I think it's kind of hinted at that Scrooge is, is mad at his sister for some reason. He's mad at her for leaving him. He's mad at right. her for all this kind of stuff. And so on this night, he gets to see... What his sister, whose name is not Fan mm-hmm. in this one, it's something else. Something else. Um, does for him. Yeah. Right? So this, the, the carriage pulls up, and it's his sister. And the sister walks in and says, you're coming home. Dad's dead. And she says, go out to the carriage. Right. And he just runs. Right. And then fucking Fan, I'm going to call her Fan. Pulls a fucking gun. Pulls a fucking gun yeah. on the schoolmaster. And fucking shoots him. Yeah, man, that was legit. It was legitimately badass. Yeah. And it was kind of like we, me and mom were just waiting for dad to, to die, die. And I was going to come save and, you. and come and save you. But Scrooge never saw that. He never saw that. And, and tonight he gets to see it. This is what he learns from the ghost of Christmas past. Mm-hmm. This is a huge change. Oh, it's a huge change. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't stop thinking, you know, Tom Hardy was a producer on this. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, well, of course. Of course. Someone's yeah. going to pull a gun yeah. and be a badass. Someone's going to talk like this. Yeah. Um, th- at first I was like, okay. I, don't- I know. At first I was like, man, is... Uh, yeah. Uh, now, I do think if we... Can we jump around? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I think one thing this does do, and I still don't know how I feel about it. I'm not sure how I feel. There are two things I'm not sure how I feel about. Yeah, this I think is it's, one yeah. of them. Um, I, I at first was like, okay, bold. She pulled a gun. She's badass. Great. But I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, it does come around towards the end that... You, regardless of of how terrible your past might be, I loved that. That that's not an excuse, right? And that that is one thing that I loved. And he said, like, it's very clearly yeah. said. He says, "Well, now you understand." Why? When they talk about him having been molested by yeah. the schoolmaster, he has a line because she becomes the ghost of Christmas present. Right, right, right. right. The sister. Yeah. And he, but he says to the spirit, he says, well, now you understand. Uh-huh. Now I have an excuse for being the way I am. Right. And the spirit basically says, fuck that. Fuck that. Chat. Yeah. You, you, no. No. No excuse. There no, is no excuse. There is no excuse. And I think, so I, I like, I mm-hmm. really liked that payoff because I was worried. I was like, are we letting, are we going to let, we him, let off him off the, the hook, hook that, for yeah, killing what, children? That's I mean, what I was afraid yeah. of. Um, but. This is one of those moments that I'm talking about where you can extrapolate that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something that you would think about when you read the novel, but knowing what we know about Victorian England, right. knowing what we know about how children were treated just as property uh-huh. and, and how with no regard, and knowing what we know about evil fucking humans, humans. it's not... It's not like a terribly huge jump to the conclusion that this is that 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 was a possibility. Right. That that's something Absolutely. that could have happened. And right? it never I mean it never would have been talked oh, about. Oh, of course not. Yeah. But so that was one thing where I was like, wait. Yeah. And then I went, No. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah, sure, I guess that could have happened. Um, 
Do you want to talk about the other huge yeah. one, which I am sure we are? Uh, yeah, man, this is the one where I'm like, I'm still, uh, I'm still on the fence about. And so, uh, yeah. Go so ahead. he, this Scrooge, which I think is is almost a part of his OCD or something, uh-huh. is analytical. T- in ev- in every regard, right? He measure he can only sort of measure everything in terms of, of money, money and worth. Yeah. So it's not just like how much would you pay me for these sunglasses? It's like what will humans? What will it take for a human to do this to another human? Right. It's like a horrific science experiment. Yeah, he likes doing it. Yeah, and so this sort of comes to a head in that. Tiny Tim in this one is I is very ill, right? He yeah, has to have he's, surgery. He's, he has to have surgery. So it's like, you know, to like to me, I, I, like the Cratchits to me are like actually the heart of Christmas yes. Carol. Like the Cratchits are the most important element in which Scrooge learns, learns yeah. to be a human right. again. And so in this one, yeah, he uh, he's very ill. He's he's differently abled. Yes, but, he's but he very, has like but he has fluid a, on like his lungs fluid or in something. His lungs and he has trouble breathing. And the kid who plays him is fucking adorable. Oh, man. And um, so we learn that every Christmas for seven years, uh, Bob not makes him but like says hey you need to write a letter to your mom's cousin in America who gave you this money who gave us this money for you to have and so every year for seven years Tim has been writing this thank you note and every year Mrs. Cratchit kind of like uh, you know she she inter- intercepts it yeah right and we learn why yeah um, and the reason is because there is no cousin there is no cousin in America and so we learn how Mrs. Cratchit got the money for these operations right. so I'm just gonna say it right yeah yeah so yeah she, she, I mean this is a huge yeah, she, like, she goes to Scrooge mm-hmm. seven years ago and she says hey Bob would never come to you for this he does not know I'm he here he doesn't know I'm here, but I need to talk to you. Tiny Tim needs these operations, and it's going to cost 30 pounds. And it's like, that's a shit Shit ton ton of money. money. That's a shit ton of money for those times. And I just, if you would give me a loan, right? Yeah, I can pay you back. Right. And And of course, he's a real dick, and he's like, oh, so you're having Christmas dinner, and you keep having children. Yeah, you bought a goose. You bought a goose, but you're going to pay me back if you would only cut back on your expenses. And then he's like, and you'll pay me back when, so my interest rate is this. Yeah, Yeah, it's a a fucking total dick. And then he says, but he's like, I'm totally willing to lend you this money, right? Mm-hmm. There's and he, and he puts lays it out, out right? he lays out 30 pounds on the table. Which is nothing to him. Yeah, no, nothing. And he says, there's 10 pounds right there. Take those 10 pounds right now. And then on Christmas Day, you fucking find a way to come to my house. Yeah. And she's like, oh, shit. Right. And she's like, what for? And he's like, you, you know, know. You know what for. Yeah. And... And she's like, okay, I guess I have yeah. to do this, right? To save to my sa- son. To save her son. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she basically is like, why would you do this? Like, why would, right. I, you know, and he says, because it's not, I just want to know. I just want to yeah. know how far you would how go. How far you would go. So, how far you'll go for 30 pounds. So she does. Mm-hmm. She, she, on Christmas Day. Sneaks out. She sneaks out. She comes to his house. And... Uh, and... 
basically, you know, offer. I mean, she offers herself, and, and he she, keeps saying, "Why are you here? Why are you? You here? have to tell me." Mm-hmm. So she's basically, "We're gonna fuck," she right? Say it and like she that. basically like takes off her clothes. Yeah. And see, it's like, this is how, I don't know, it's like we see Mrs. Cratchit bare ass in his house, and it makes me feel some kind of way. Yeah, it makes me feel sad and dirty. It was like the, maybe that was the intent of it. And then he says, I actually have no interest in sleeping with you. I have no interest in sleeping with anyone. I don't function like that. I just wanted to do my experiment, and now I know. And he sends, and gives he her sends the money her, and gives, sends and her And she's away. like, so take the money. Like, he doesn't yeah. even hand it to her. He puts it on the mantle. And he's like, it's up to you. Yeah. And she's like, fuck. So she takes the money. Uh-huh. But she curses him. She curses and, and says, I hope someday you'll look in the mirror and the spirits will fucking right. event. Like, it's like a real kind of Lady Macbeth yeah. moment of, like, calling down the spirit. And we so then we get the idea that she's sort of the one that put bro- this in put this motion. motion. So I don't think we. I, I that, think like I don't the think final moment in the movie, like, for sure, tells us that she's the one that puts yes. this in motion, and I don't know how I feel about I, that. I, I don't either. And it, I, it became like a real, um, at the risk of offending somebody, it became like a real like hashtag Me Too I, I, version I, of. I agree, and I, I, I thought the, I thought the like concept of testing. The flawed humanity in that way. Actually, that was interesting and something that a horrible sociopath like him would do. I thought this... Okay, so a long time ago, many years ago at least, I was writing a thing with my writing partner in um, in L.A. And we were trying to sell a TV pilot. And we actually had gotten pretty far. Mm-hmm. And I remember a producer giving us a note. And I think it's the right, the right note. Um, he said, your protagonist commits an unforgivable sin in the first 10 minutes of this television show. So no matter what he does for the other 90 or 50 minutes, I don't care. He cannot come back from the thing you have him do. And I don't know that Scrooge can come back from that. Right. But this this version... Right posits that. Right. Because at the end, what happens, what had happened what was... What had happened was... So we get to the, the end of Christmas Carol as we know it, right? And yeah. the spirit Ghost shows him. Do that last spirit. Oh my God. You know yeah. how I love a sewn mouth. Yes. <laughs> that last spirit was incredible. And he shows him his grave, right? Mm-hmm. And Scrooge actually says to him, like, at this point, if it were regular Christmas Carol, Scrooge would be like, no, spirit, I don't right. want to die. In this version, Scrooge is like, I don't even care. Which I did love. Yeah. I loved that. He goes, I don't even care. Because when the spirit shows him his own grave, he also sees Tiny, Tiny Tim's, Tim's grave. Yeah. And he's like, spirit, I don't give a shit. Kill me. That's fine. Right. I just don't want him yeah. to die. Save this kid. Save this kid. And that's the moment right. where he is redeemed. And I actually loved that. I and did that too. has always been the, the like the one thing about Dickens' story and most versions that we see that has always bothered me, at least since I've been an adult. In that last that last moment to me has always seemed somewhat selfish. Yeah. Oh, I'm so there's no one here. People are stealing my things. Right. Clearly, no one loved me. Right. And obviously, he learns from that and everything. Sure. But like, that's always been a very, <clears throat> excuse me, somewhat selfish thing to me. Whereas this is is the exact opposite. Yeah. Um, and he, when he goes back, like he's he wakes up, 
and he goes, I'm, I'm going to go to... Oh, and also in this version... Bob is planning on quitting. Quitting. Right? Yeah. Because he found a he job. He found another job. Else. Love it. And Scrooge had already said to him, you will always work for me. Right. Like you, you and you better not try this thing because you will all, always. I will guarantee that you get a job nowhere, nowhere. else. Yeah. But and you, this, you feel like he could make that happen. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. But in this version, Bob has managed to like get a position somewhere else. And so he tells them on Christmas day, he says... I'm quitting. I'm quitting and I'm going to go work and I'm going to have more money. And Mrs. Cratchit, one of the conditions of the loan has is that Mrs. Cratchit needs to encourage Bob to stay at, at Scrooge's Scrooge yeah. and Marley's forever. forever. So she is like freaking, freaking out. out. There's also this whole thing where like Bob suspects... Bob suspects that the money didn't come from a cousin. Yeah. And he keeps trying to get her to... Tell him, him. And she keeps trying. I do have to say that that was super painful. Yeah. Like, she keeps trying to tell him the truth. And then says she stole it from an old woman, basically. Yeah, she she cannot tell him the truth. Yeah. And that is, like, that that was, like, for real. Yeah. It was really painful. Yeah. And and then, so then when Scrooge shows up, he's like, I know you're going to quit. That's great. Great. I'm shutting down my company. And then he does say, I don't. Because she's sort of like, you she know, keeps you, saying, get out of my get house. Out of my house. He's, he's like, I don't expect forgiveness. Right. I'm just going to try to be a better person. Right. She goes, you, this does not, this does not make me forgive you. Right. And he says, I don't, right. I'm just going to try to be better from here. And on then now. he thanks her for calling essentially the spirits down on him. Right. So there were things I really loved about that. I still don't know how I feel about the Mrs. Cratchit yeah, moment. Yeah, because like in that moment, like he says, thank you for calling down the spirits. Thank you for doing yeah. this. And he walks away. And then the final shot of the movie is on Mrs. Cratchit. Yeah. With her kind of like looking directly into the camera, camera. and kind of like smiling. And saying like, we have more work to do. We have more work to do. And I was like. Do. And it was real kind of like, oh my God. Like, I didn't need. I, I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And I didn't need like. I yeah. mean, it, it was just kind of like, yes, in, in the times that we live in now, the the wrath of women that has come sure. down. Is, is, you know, getting rid of a bunch of these nasty guys. I get that. Right. And I, I just don't know if I needed that final I don't moment think I did. Mrs. Cratchit as this kind of, like, social justice warrior. Yeah. Or I was, like, social justice witch. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, she can call upon... Because, like, that's not... That is not, we have more work to do. That is not what Mrs. Cratchit is thinking. Very right. much like Rosa Parks, who just wanted <sighs> to sit down. Sit down yeah. Like, she was not thinking, I don't think Rosa Parks was thinking about, work, I'm going to change the for world. For generations. For generations. Yeah. She was just fucking tired and wanted to sit down. And and this seems, that that, that, that last moment seems forced. Mm-hmm. Which... Again, to me, doesn't negate a lot of the things I liked, and 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 God, the during the Christmas yet to come or future, whatever. Right. The one I love that ghost. Mm-hmm. Fucking love that dude. Yeah. The shot that blends the frozen pond with Scrooge's office. Yeah. Where Tim is swimming. Suspended. Yeah. My. It was beautiful. Oh, my God. It was so beautiful. Like, he shows him. So, Tim wants to skate. He can't. And his sister skates. And so, he sneaks out. With his sister skates. With his sister skates to skate. Right. And that's Christmas future. And 
Scrooge is in his office and, and the spirit shows him the accident happening right in front of him, like above him. Above him. And and first the ceiling is like the frozen pond. It's, it's fucking beautiful, beautiful and, seamless. and creepy and ghost story oh and my everything. God. It's everything. I, I loved that part. Yeah. Um, so like it's shot beautifully. Yeah. And I do lo- like the way they tie in the boy that comes and pisses on his grave yeah. every year. I thought that was great. Uh, it was so great. I thought there was some really great cool new things. Uh-huh. Um... And then some, I'm just, I don't know. So, okay, so I have a question for you. Yes. Like, I always have a question for you. And maybe this relates to the question that you asked me at the beginning of the episode. But are, like, are, are we now at a point where we have to change classics so drastically to make them relevant again? Like, is it not enough to just do to the To just thing. kind of, like, lift... You know, I'm not saying that I'm not going to compare us to, like, I don't know, whomever. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. But when we were doing Dracula, when we Mm -hmm. did Dracula, we didn't change the story. We took one thing that the story posits, and we extrapolated that. And, and we extrapolated that. that. Yeah. So it's a this the, in in the in Bram Stoker's novel, Dra- it says Dracula can, can be anything, anything at any time, right. whenever Dracula wants. Right. So we were like, why does why can't that mean that then Dracula's genderless? Right. right. And so that one thing that we changed then altered a few, few other, other things. things. But the story's basically yeah. The and same. I even think like we highlighted Mina, but I think. That's also in. I think that's that's also in the novel. In the novel, Stoker right? just sort of falls and off at the end. It kind of like makes you look at the story in a new way. Right. It lifts things that are in the novel, but that maybe you didn't, didn't. think about. Right. Them. And that Bram Stoker himself couldn't think about, like you said, because he can't think that far into the right. Picture, the, right. Yes. Right. So, and then so, there's way, and then there's this. Right. That kind of like. I and I feel like this 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 toes that I think there are moments like that like to me okay so first sorry I'm all over the place I do like the idea like like when when we brought up Dracula initially and we were like well if we're going to do it it's been done so many times mm-hmm. let's find out figure out the way we want to tell it so I do understand with something like a Christmas carol that's been made so many times if you are going to make it find something that you can latch on to i thought the things like him buying up mines mm-hmm. and stuff like that to me that stuff is you could read the story and say, like, uh, like I it said, sense. yeah, we see Scrooge counting money. This money has to come from, from somewhere. somewhere. Like, even in the DTC version that you yeah. directed or you're in, we see the factory. Right. Right? So this is, like, takes that factory and is like, well, it wouldn't just be one. It if this would be guy, several. It would be several. It would right. be this and that. That, to me, I really liked that. I thought that was effective. I thought the stuff with Mrs. Cratchit... And somewhat with the the schoolmaster school becomes a very different thing, I and I know. I don't know. I mean, like you, I don't know if you have to be so like the schoolmaster thing. I don't know if it had to be so 
you can suggest that, yes. right? Or you can yes, uh, like I don't, I don't know. There, there is also to me that's that. Oh, yes, I, did, I also I, I and maybe they did it for effect, but like this, I'm going to come back to this, the the fact that the only person we see bare ass, yeah, in the movie is Mrs. Is Cratchit. Mrs. Cratchit, and that really, really. Upset me. Yeah, for I some reason. I agree. And it's not sexual at all. It's no, not sexual at all. It's but it's, it's extremely demeaning. Yeah. Um. And I I that that to me was again and and I don't know if it's like it's the unforgivable thing and then he says I don't deserve forgiveness so maybe they answer that but I that to me was like I can't. There was even even a way to get to that before that moment, mm-hmm. right? She comes to the house. Right. That's enough. That's enough. Uh, you proved your point. Right. You know why she's here. Right. We know why she's here. Right. Why do we have to go the... To me, it was the one step... I mean, he's a horrible person, and we, we know, know that. We know this already. But the one step further, the, like, making her... Undress. Undress... That to me is like I this I don't know that this man can can come back, right? Um, and is that well, well? Is that what they're trying? And maybe that's not what they're trying to say. And then so to me that is a huge change because to me the original, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the Dickens is still that this man can be redeemed, right? And I don't know if this Scrooge can be redeemed. And maybe... And so then what does it mean? Yeah. Then, then so then you, what is it... So you do these horrible things and then you just try to be better? I, I, I don't know. Right. Because, like, the original intent, like, the original intent of Christmas Carol was for people to become aware of the working conditions. And it was to kind of, like, guilt rich people. Right. Like you said, into, to yeah. supernaturally terrify supernaturally or terrorize. them yeah. into being better people. Yeah. Like, it was to guilt the factory owners into changing their ways it was to say you have to change your ways right. or you are going to go to fucking hell yeah like that's what's gonna happen to right. you which and- which honestly that's you know what that's a really great point because then showing I don't know how I've never fucking thought of this showing Scrooge dying alone is is calling on someone's inherent selfishness. Yeah. And if you're talking to people who are inherently selfish, well, if all else fucking fails... If all else fails... Look at this. They're going to steal your shit, and you're going to die alone, and... they're going to laugh And they're going to laugh They're all going to laugh They're all going to laugh at you. Um, um, so, I mean, and that... I mean, that's the original intent. Yeah, and I, and I think... So, but are we so jaded now that our, like, our, even our belief in heaven is kind of like, well, maybe not, but see, I can't... See, and I don't... <laughs> I, that's a good, yeah. I don't think we are. Um, no, I, I don't think we are either. Because if if we were, Christmas Carol wouldn't work every every year. year. It wouldn't make us cry every yeah, year. Yeah, and that there, you know, I don't think we're that jaded yet. Um, and I again, there are things about this one I really, actually, really like. Yeah, me too. Um, it is a commitment. It is over three hours. Yeah. Um, you could break it. it. Was it over three hours? Yeah. Or, Actually, without commercials, it's two fifty. Okay, because yeah. I sat and watched the whole thing. Me too. Thing. So did I was we. Riveted. Yeah, it's two fifty. Even so. though there were parts where I was like, "What is happening? What is? Why are we still why here? Why am I here?" Um, yeah, I, I did. There were things I really liked about it, uh, but I don't know. I, that last to me the the transformation, for lack of a better word. No, yeah, the transformation is not satisfying. Not satisfying. Yeah. There you go. 
Yeah. That it, doesn't negate the movie. I'm no, not no, saying no. that. No, but there's something about, like, when you go watch it at the DTC the or, cathar- or, or the wherever it is that you go watch it, that, that, you, yeah. that thing that you get when, when Scrooge goes to Fred yeah. and says... Can I have dinner? Yeah. I've come to dinner. When he sends the goose. Kid to get the goose. To get the goose. Like when he gives Mrs. Dilber, in in this version, like when he just completely changes and gives the the two charitable gents all the the money. money. I mean, and this is something that works to me. And I'm I'm not, I'm saying this seriously. Like we watched, Aspen and I watched Muppet Christmas Carol every year. It's the best one. Yeah. And like the the, the pure joy uh-huh. in Michael Caine at the end of that movie, I fucking cry him up at Christmas Carol. There, I said it. it. Is, Fuck all y'all. I don't a, give up tough. No, there is there is an article <laughs> making the rounds right now that talks about why Muppet Christmas Carol is the best one. Oh, nice. Okay, is, is great. Is the best interpretation of it. Um, and I agree. It is, it's very moving uh, because we want to see that turn. I think it's because we all want to see that. You know, yeah. so I had a conversation with our good friend Joel Farrell. The Joel Farrell? The Joel Farrell, who is... Uh, Dallas's own? Dallas's own Joel Farrell, who also listens to this podcast. <laughs> um, and he is also directed... He's directed Christmas Carol way more he times than I He did the one this year, right? He did the one this year. Nice work, Joel. Um, and we've had this conversation. Now, now, Joel grew up... He's the son of a Methodist minister. Uh-huh. I grew up very Catholic. Right. Right. Uh, there are lots of ways that that we share the way we grew up. Um, I think I'm not correct me, Joel, but I, Joel is still a believer. Yes, um, I am not. Right. Um, but we both feel very strongly about Christmas Carol, and the, uh, we were having this discussion, this conversation about how Joel doesn't actually believe that Scrooge can be redeemed at the end of the story. Story. Okay. And. I do believe that Scrooge can be redeemed at the, at the end, end of the story. story. And we were having this fight over booze one right. night. And then I made the observation. I said, isn't it strange that you you still believe in God, but you don't right. think that he can be redeemed? I don't believe in God, but, but I feel he like can. he can be redeemed. Right. And then Joel posed this question. He said, okay, Vela. He was like, if Donald Trump suddenly turned around tomorrow and said, I'm sorry for all the shitty things I've done. Would it make him a good person? Like, would he be redeemed? And I can't answer that question, but I don't think it's for me to answer that question. I mean, I know, I don't think he can. Right. Like, if he gave away all his money, right, right, and spent the rest of his life doing good. Would it be enough? Would it be enough? Oh, fuck, man. God damn and I it, think Joel. that's what this Christmas Carol. <laughs> yes, that's that's what, this that's, Christmas that's Carol. This, this, that, that's not Charles Dickens Christmas. Carol. That's this one. That's this Christmas Guy Carol. Guy Pierce is is, is that Donald bad. Trump. Yeah, yeah. Don, is Rupert Murdoch yeah. is it, Donald Trump. But way better looking than but, all ooh, of them. Yes, still. God damn. God damn it, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Yeah, I fucking who love I believe that guy. in real life is married to Melisandre from Game of Thrones. Oh really? Who is also crazy hot. So I yeah. guess that's not. 
surprising. No, it's not. It's surprising. weird that two extremely hot people would marry and have children. It is very strange. <laughs> we know a few. Um, um, that's a, so. So I think what Joel's talking about one is a really interesting yeah. philosophical question that's going to hurt my brain this early in the morning. Right. But that to me does apply to this movie. Right. And 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 is that the Christmas Carol that we need now? I want Michael Caine full of joy, and I want to cry, <laughs> Christy. I do too. I do too. I want to live in that Christmas yeah, Carol. Me I too. want to live in the world where a, a, a terrible person can see the error of their ways. And maybe it's because the old Christmas Carol, uh, and I've said this before, like I'm not so much Bob Cratchit as I am Scrooge. Sure. Like I tend not that I have all that money. I don't have all that money. No, but people generally think we hate everyone right. and everything, and which I, is not necessarily it's true. It's not necessarily but. true, but I do tend to walk through the world with my head down. Of course. I do tend to walk through the world with kind of like everything's terrible and I don't believe in anybody blah 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 right. blah. And and I think that if you just look up sometimes yeah. and you look at another person in the eye and you say you're good and you're important and I care about you yeah. that that can change your heart I, even if it's just for the two weeks. Yeah, and I think this this is I know where this goes back to the end of the movie Scrooged mm-hmm. which is my second favorite version. I fucking love that um, version. Bill Murray's monologue at the end and like yeah, oh man. Man, I didn't know I was going to get into this but like yeah, yeah maybe it is corny but yes, I am generally extremely cynical. Me too. And stare at the ground as well and don't trust people and don't think the world is a good place. But like his thing, and maybe it is just at Christmas, whatever the fuck that is. Right. And like Bill Murray has that amazing monologue, which apparently he <laughs> came up with because <laughs> he's a genius. Yeah, it does not surprise but me. But like... Even if it is just like you said for the two weeks, like whatever the magic of this holiday is, like I still want. I need it. I need it. I need it because without it, it's always September and the world sucks. Like <laughs> you know, like that. And and you and I, I don't. Think, yeah, we're you know we're not generally like you, yay. But I I do, and and there is something. Like my wife hates Christmas music, and I totally get it. And she's not a huge fan of the holiday. I love it. I love it. I have it on in my car. I love you know? it. I, I, I actually do love, except for Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." I'm fucking sick of that song. Man, that gets a lot of play. I know. <laughs> but for the most part, I actually do like Christmas. Me songs. too. I and like, like Christmas music, I I actually like going, even if I'm not buying anything. Mm-hmm. I, I know this is crazy for me, but I actually like going to the mall and around Christmas time and seeing the decorations and, and hearing the music, hearing yeah. the music and watching people with their kids and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I like it. And I, I think too. it's because the rest of the year you and I are just kind of like... It's it's the it's like the month that feeds my soul yeah. so that I can. Get and I'm like I'll be I will year. be bummed on you know next week when when it all goes away uh-huh. and and uh, you know and then start counting down till Halloween. But um, yeah, so I think I think yeah I, I want to live in the same Christmas Carol that you do, and it might not necessarily be this one, but, but I, I do, liked it. I did like it, and I like I do like saying hey. If we are going to make this thing that has been made so many times, mm-hmm. um, we're not just going to get another famous guy to play Scrooge and do what they George C. Scott did or, or right. whatever. We're going to try to do something a little different if we're going to spend right. 
million, millions of dollars millions went and into millions. this. So. Um, yeah, so this is one retelling of a classic uh-huh. that uh, we did like. And um, it, it oddly does not bludgeon you over no. the head. And it also is proof that you don't have to like every moment of a movie to like a movie. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. You know? It's true. It's um, true. So. What are we going to do? It seems like people really want us to review cats. Yeah. I, I think we have to, Christy. Oh, I think God. we owe it. Does this mean we have to go see I think cats? we might have to go... S- oh, do, you have, do we have to spend money? We'll talk about this. We'll talk about this. Are there enough drugs? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if there are, but I have a feeling that it's the only way to watch it. Um, yeah. So we'll figure that out. Uh, in the meantime, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. And we, our New Year's resolution is to just own horror movies. Own horror movies. I guess That's so, it. Yeah. yeah. To be the, the what is it, Anna Wintour and Andre Leon Talley <laughs> oh, God. Of, of, of horror. Of horror. I'm all for it. Judge you harshly. Harshly. And your always. <laughs> and always. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New we Year. We love you. And we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,